I speak to you in the name of our one God, our creator, redeemer, and sustainer. Amen. Akisha Boyce Johnson was sure she would find her brother eventually. She was certain of it. She had no idea where he'd gone, however. She'd taken care of him throughout their teens in Atlanta after their mother succumbed to drugs and their father stopped being in touch. She knew that he, she, he had gone to live with his dad and then had been diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. When his father died, Bershon disappeared. He'd been up in the New York area and Alicia Akisha assumed that's where he still was, but she was frantic with fear. Was he on the streets? Was he in a homeless shelter? Was he in a mental hospital? She had no idea, but she knew she'd find him eventually. She Googled him for several years, desperate to find him, never giving up. She started off every morning with a search for his name on the internet. And then it went to every week, and then it went to every month, but she still kept at it. A few years ago, she woke up thinking about him and decided that this would be the day that she would search him out again on the internet, and she was amazed at what she found. A reporter from the New York Times had interviewed him for a piece about unregulated, decrepit rooming houses in New York City called three-quarter houses. He'd been living in one of these when he was interviewed. So Akisha reached out to the reporter and other family members who lived in the Bronx and in Brooklyn to find him. And eventually they did. They showed his picture around certain neighborhoods. They talked to a few cops on a street corner, corner here and there, gave their numbers out. One day they got four blocks down the street after giving out their phone numbers, these are the relatives of Akisha, and got a phone call. And the cop said, he's right here. He's standing asking for money at the entrance to the subway. Akisha was so certain, and she was right. She found him. In the second part of today's reading from the Acts of the Apostles, we have a great example of certainty in Lydia. Lydia is a Roman businesswoman. She's a dealer in purple cloth in the city of Thyatira in Macedonia. And like other Roman women in Macedonia, she seems to have been quite independent. She's described in relation to what she does, not in relation to a husband or a father or a brother. She has her own household. Now she's called a worshiper of God, which means that she's a Gentile who worships Yahweh but has not yet converted to Judaism. When she meets Paul, she is with women praying by the river. There's no synagogue in Philippi. And this is probably a regular thing that she does. She goes down to the river to pray, to seek, to learn about Yahweh. This time when she goes there, Paul arrives and begins to preach about Jesus Christ. And she listens to him. This listening is so important that the text tells us twice Twice that she is listening. The second time it says that the Lord opens Lydia's heart so that she can listen eagerly to Paul. And out of that listening, Lydia becomes certain that Jesus is the way for her. We don't know exactly what happens or what she says after the Lord opens her heart to listen eagerly. 
We don't have insight into her mind or her heart at that moment, but we can see what she does. Her actions show us that she becomes certain about Jesus. The first thing she does is she, has, she is baptized and her whole household is baptized. This baptize is a sign of her conversion to becoming a Jesus follower. The second thing she does is she responds with hospitality. She invites Paul, whom she barely knows, and his male companions to stay at her home. Maybe she wants to listen to more stories about teachings about Jesus. Maybe she wants the blessing that has now come upon her to be a blessing upon Paul. She is so certain about Jesus that she insists that they accept and they go to stay with her. But how can she be so certain? How can any of us be so certain? Well, what Lydia experiences is the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit blows where, it's, where it will. We know this throughout the Acts of the Apostles. It tells Paul where to go on his travels. It strengthens Stephen to continue preaching even in the face of stoning. And the Holy Spirit comes and falls upon Jew and Gentile alike. Now, I realize there is no mention of the Holy Spirit in this text. It just says that the Lord opened Lydia's heart. We know from context that the Lord here means that Jesus opened Lydia's heart. And if we turn quickly to the Gospel of John, we read that Jesus tells his disciples that the Holy Spirit will come in his name. That means as an extension of Jesus. So when we read that Lydia's heart was opened by Jesus, it's the power of the Holy Spirit at work. God is so certain about Lydia, this Gentile woman, even before she is certain about God. And God sends the Holy Spirit to her, and Lydia becomes certain about Jesus, out of God's certainty about her. And this can be true for us, that deep intuition, conviction, certainty about the rightness or wrongness of something, that's the Holy Spirit reaching to us. Akisha knew she would find her brother. She says that she felt it in her soul. That's the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit comes upon us, we can find this kind of certainty. Sometimes it feels like peace. Sometimes like a force driving us on. It's a sign that God is certain about us, like God was about Lydia and about Akisha. God trusts us to figure this out. God trusts us to test the certainty, to make sure it's from God and not from something else. And like Lydia, the way that we do that is we pray and we talk to other people. You know, I've often wondered about that conversation between Lydia and Paul. There's a gap in the narrative. After she hears him, and before she's baptized and converts. Surely Lydia questions what's going on, and she has opinions about all of these teachings about Jesus. And that's her way of testing out the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit's work in her until she can get to the point where she trusts God is leading her. And God holds her that whole time, just as God will hold you and me as we figure out where the Holy Spirit might be leading us. So then what about uncertainty? What does that mean? Well, that could be the Holy Spirit nudging you to engage in more prayer, more listening to God and to others around you. Uncertainty might be the Holy Spirit telling you not to go one way, but actually to think about another direction. 
Uncertainty might be a sign that we need to wait a little longer by the river in prayer for someone like Paul or a spouse or a friend or even a journalist from the New York Times to come along and show us the way. The Holy Spirit will not let us go. God will open our hearts. God is certain about us even while we wait for our own certainty. And to live this way, listening and being led by the Holy Spirit, is one where we can look to Lydia again. We can see that she opens her house to Paul out of the Holy Spirit's actions in her heart. By having him there, she can continue to ask questions and continue to listen and to seek to know Jesus better. She's also blessing Paul. So she's turning the blessing of the Holy Spirit upon her into a blessing upon Paul. Lydia's hospitality gives Paul the home base he needs to spread the word of Christ among the Gentiles in Philippi. And it all starts with Lydia, the first com convert and Paul's host in Philippi. Her blessing upon Paul radiates out to be a blessing upon the Philippians and many other communities. And for Akisha, it was similar. Once she found her brother, she drove from Atlanta to New York City to meet him. Someone had already given him his first shower, his first real meal, his first haircut, as well as a new set of clothes. But on their first morning together, Akisha washed his feet, trimmed his beard, and got him in the shower again. He was calm and trusting, even if a little bit uncertain. And then she moved him down to live with her in Atlanta. She welcomed him into her home again. The Holy Spirit blessed her with certainty. Certainty that she would find him and also certainty that opening her home to him again was the right thing to do, the thing that God wanted her to do. And she became a blessing to her brother as well. So maybe this week is a chance, a time for you to spend some time wondering what the Holy Spirit has in store with you. You might think about a place where you're struggling for certainty and clarity. Maybe it's a decision about a relationship or a job or a friendship, a move. Maybe it's even how you spend your time. Maybe it's hard for you to know what to say in a certain context, in a friendship, for instance. Maybe you want God to help you move from a posture of negativity and discouragement to one of positivity and joy. Do what Lydia did. Pray. Be open to God coming into your heart. Be open to listening eagerly as Lydia was. And as you listen, know that the Holy Spirit may come through the words of someone you trust or someone you barely even know. The Spirit might come through deep intuition and clarity and peace or through a determination that you just can't shake. And as you listen, know that God is certain about you, even if you aren't certain about God or much else in your life. And maybe this is the ultimate blessing of the Holy Spirit upon you, God's certainty about you. And that may be enough for you, like Lydia, to turn and bestow God's certainty upon another person. Amen.